Hi everyone, I am Shay. And I am Dee. Uh, we are mother and daughter. We've come here today and every other week from this point to give you a perspective of how mother and daughter get on in this day and age from the black perspective. We have developed this uh, podcast called Finding. Yes, and Finding was built ultimately to explore topics that we all think of and reflect of on a a continuous basis but are shy to actually explore them so we've used this platform of finding to explore different topics each month and break them down and see what the find is and what you know what personal journey we're going on as well as those who else want to go on a self-discovery journey yeah i mean we are uh, a mother and daughter team and we're pretty much best friends to be honest you know like we banter every day all the time um even though we no longer live in the same household mm-hmm. we're on the phone constantly and uh we're either talking business or we're talking you know life in general health pretty much everything and we wanted to kind of transform it from our conversations um and bring it to you guys mm-hmm. um to kind of give you the perspective of how number one uh, a mother and daughter from uh, uh, a black background, uh, South London in the house, if anybody is out, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and also to, to show the dynamics between um, the generations, between, you know, a mother, you know, 40-something, and a daughter that is... 20-something. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that we're going to discuss on this journey and we would just wanted to bring you guys along for the ride. Mm-hmm. We are not experts, we are not. Um, but I've got quite a lot of life experience and because Shay's my daughter, she has gained a wealth of knowledge from that kind of um, experience, experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's still her own woman mm-hmm. and... Um, she is a fierce businesswoman, and there's just a lot of things that we can f- we feel that we can kind of uh, bring to the table, and if it helps somebody else out there, then fantastic. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, I'm so excited that we're doing this because, like Mum said, um, we have these sick conversations all the time, and it just gets to a point where we're like, we should actually capture this content and share it with the world, and. I was saying to mum that um, there's so much, you know, that particularly within the black American community that it's relatable, but we are from Britain and I don't feel like there is much that we can relate to. So we've started this podcast for our own community and for our own origin within this country. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to connect to a small amount of people, if not um, on a grand scale, um, and just be able to just you know talk about relatable topics that are engaging informative and educational and that you can take something away from so i'm really excited about this so am i so that brings us to first and foremost happy new year everybody happy new year yes literally (coughs) like i am that wasn't corona by the way We've got to be streaming these disclaimers nowadays. Seriously. Um, But, um, yeah, 2020 was a very... I don't want to be negative at all, um, but it was a very testing year. Um, But there were some 
beautiful moments of 2020. But I'm happy that 2021 is here and we are going to take it on by a storm and we're just going to smash it. We're going to smash it and just enjoy the ride. And I'm really, really excited for this year to come. Uh, likewise, I have been on such a weird journey through 2020 and this year I'm my plans are kind of to uh get myself in a position Mm -hmm. of understanding and um doing things outside of my usual pattern yeah yeah so I'm concentrating on that boom okay so um how finding works is that we have core subjects each month that we are going to explore and within those core subjects there'll be subdivisions so we thought why not start the new year with the topic of health um particularly as we are all aware that 2020 was dominated very much with the covid-19 pandemic so we thought why not start january with focusing on health and focusing on good health so yeah i thought we could kick it off and I'll direct this question to you, Mum. In what does good health mean to you? Oh, gosh, right. So good health means to me that, you know, like, basic functions. Mm. Like, you know, you can you can breathe. Yeah. You can, you know, move without, you know, any, any aids, so to speak. You don't need a walking stick. You don't need crutches. You know, that's what it kind of transpires. It's like a, a visual thing to me, good health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously deeper from, uh, from that, it's about sort of like, you know, weight and um, just generally kind of being the best you can be in the shell that you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, your human carcass um, houses your spirit, but that carcass still needs to be uh kind of molded into a good vessel yeah for the spirit to flourish so to me health these days is like pretty much getting it together yeah whatever you was doing last year you gotta be doing it better this year because there's restrictions being put in place like the government are literally out there saying that you cannot move the way you want to move how you did before Mm. if you don't have good health yeah so, that's what it's relating to me. Mm. What about you? Um, good health. For me, I definitely can relate to a lot of what um, you have said. And I think, for me, good health is aligning mind, body and soul together. I think in regards to... You know, a lot of people think it's just about looking after body, but I also believe it's about looking after mind as well. I feel you. Um, and you are so uh, much better in that direction than I am. I mean, like, even though I've got years over you, mm. you are more uh, in tuned with your body, mind and spirit. Mm. Whereas I'm just out here just kind of like, yeah, I just need to breathe. <laughs> I just need to be able to walk. My back needs to not be aching me. Mm. And my foot needs to not be bunning me. <laughs> okay, so, so 
I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'll deal with the body mm. and we're going to get to the mind and we're going to get to the spirit. But I ain't yeah. got there yet. So No, I hear you. It's definitely a journey and it's something that I am still very early on in my journey. However, um, thinking about good health in regards to if I look back to all those times where I was like, yeah, I've got to get my body right, got to get my body right. I felt like I could never really commit because my mind wasn't right. Mm. And I felt like um, it was for very surface level reasons why mm. I wanted to get my body right. Mm. Um, so I didn't really take the time to understand what it takes to get my body to move right, mm. what real foods I needed to eat. It was just like, I just need to look good so yeah. I can wear these clothes. Yeah, you know sure, I mean? sure. Where this time around, it's definitely been a journey that has been educational, but something that I've enjoyed much more because I've taken the time to understand what foods I need to nourish mm-hmm. myself. Um, what sort of things I need to do to stimulate my brain in order mm. to help move my body. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I have times where I'm like, F this. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is long. But I feel like where I have done much better in regards to training my mind, it's allowed me to sustain the journey that I am with my body. I hear you. I mean, what was funny the other day is when you went, um, when we came across those pictures and we went to the cinema. Um, sorry, guys, we cannot reveal those pictures at this stage. But the mere fact that you just turned around and her exact words were, I'm sorry, I've got to share this with you guys, was like, clearly I was going through something. No, but I, like looking back on those pictures, they are very motivational, but at the same time, kind of sad because you don't like my first thing is when i saw that picture was like bro could no one tell me that i looked that big like seriously but yeah yeah, i looked at that picture and i thought i'm glad where i'm i'm glad that i've moved on from that point of my life um and i've made so much dramatic changes you sure have and you need to be damn proud of yourself because weight loss is not it's not easy. It's not easy. No. And to be quite honest, from the black community, it's our biggest kind of um, hurdle to kind of deal with because most households, there's either, if there's a two-parent household in, 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 in under the roof, mm. um, nine times out of ten, you know, either both parents are working and, you know, just trying to just put food on the table. Survive. Um, to survive. To survive. So when it comes down to sort of like healthy stuff and um and look literally just um planning meal plans and all it's just literally just you you provide foods that are just gonna fill your kid's belly. Mm. So it's about survival. Mm. And I feel like in the black community we've put kind of less emphasis on good health yeah. and more on survival. Survival. I agree. You know, as long as your belly's not empty and it's not growling you, you know what I mean, you're doing a good job. Mm. Um and I think that we need to kind of change that narrative and look into ourselves a bit more, especially me from the older generation, because I've got your brothers that mm-hmm. are younger mm-hmm. um, and their diets are a bit wonky. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I find myself just giving them what they want to eat as opposed to what they, need. They, sh- what they need and they should eat. So it's, yeah, good health um, for individuals in in my position, you know, forty something mother of five, um, it's kind of, it's had to change for this year. Mm, mm. I've had to wake up and realize that no, 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 no. If we want to have freedom, certain way of movement, 
<laughs> we literally have to have freedom of movement to to do it. Yeah. And how it's equated to me is that if I'm too fat, my kids are too fat, um, and we're all unhealthy, one, we're susceptible to so many different other health um, issues. Health issues. And, and by the way, this is a disclaimer, we are not fat shaming anybody. Oh, no, 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 but I, I don't see how I could, because if you guys could see me, you would not clearly see that I'm overweight. And this is what finding is about. And mm-hmm. um, why we're starting it with the first episode being health, mm-hmm. because I've taken the decision to uh, go on a complete lifestyle change Mm -hmm. it's not a diet i've tried the keto i've tried the intermittent fasting i've tried you know the only thing i haven't done is paid no money no money to anybody um for no milkshake and then them food i think i've got enough time for that (laughs) you understand enough money for that neither (laughs) all right so we're gonna have to go back to basics and just eat right Mm. you know so so that actually brings me on to another question actually um, how you you know you're talking about this journey that you want to transform. How do you plan on acquiring good health from this moment forward? I'm gonna go back to basics. Mm. Like, like I was just saying that you know it's not about following a diet. Yeah. And just jumping on because I've done that yeah. so many times and it's just not been successful for me because I've not been able to sustain it. Yeah. The truth of the matter is. The hard facts, when you cut away all of the fat and the flannel of the different fads of diets and, you know, lifestyle changes and all that, you have to, for me, how this is transpiring for me to be successful on this um, journey this time, that is, I'm just not going to eat over a a certain amount of allocated calories. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to move more. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, my job at the moment is that I'm home working, so I don't need to step out of the house. But then it's a bad sort of heat as well, because the majority of the time I'm sitting on my butt. Mm. So I just need to move more and eat less. That's pretty much it. But you, how, how have you maintained your weight loss? Because you've dropped off a hell of a lot of weight. I, I told have. you that I, I'm not feeling the lollipop head look. No, there. I, I um, have. I mean, I have. But you ain't got to the lollipop stage I yet. I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I've in in all, um, I lost, when I was at my smallest of recent, I lost uh, about three stone. Amazing. Thank you. Um and yeah, very proud moment. I've definitely gained some Christmas LBs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it's okay. We move. Do we you know move. what I mean? Um, but in terms of how I went about um acquiring good health or better health, should I say, than I I was before. First and foremost, I established my why. Why did I want to go on this weight loss journey? But not even so much about weight as well. It was just how I felt in my body because. Something that I would like to definitely touch on in another episode um, is that I suffer with um, health anxiety. Mm. Um, And my health anxiety, which probably started from university, um, I pretty much, yeah, since university, have thought I've had all sorts of, um, you know, diseases Mm. and ailments. Um, And I know that they all stemmed from probably bad diet, Mm. um you know, not as strong as a mindset 
as I do now. Mm. Well, my mindset is definitely a lot um, stronger. Mm. Um, And I think it was just, like, environmental stuff. So, like, things I was watching, you know, I was much... Like, I Googled a lot of stuff and... Instagrams a lot of stuff. Instagrams and social media Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So, I think it was, like, establishing my why and trying to, like, really, like, identify what my bad habits were. Mm -hmm. And I think it definitely helped, you know, I not too long ago came from a breakup. So I was just like, right, revenge body in a way. But um, it was much deeper than that. And um, I, what helped me start my journey was definitely a personal trainer. So I'm somebody that I've had quite a few personal trainers on my weight loss journey. <laughs> um, and I've, yeah, I've had a few. Um, but a personal trainer definitely helped really looking at my diet and what worked for me. Um, and then it got to 2000, the end of 2019. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try Veganuary um, in 2020. And I did. And I enjoyed it. And um, But I was like, at the end of it, I was like, okay. I definitely don't miss meat, but I do still love my fish. Mm. So once Veganuary <coughs> ended... Mm. I decided to become pescatarian and I've not eaten meat since. Mm. Um, so I think definitely like understanding what what foods I need for my body to, yeah. you know, digest and what my body needs. As energy. As energy. Mm. Um, and yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's allowed me to be, um, what's the word? I've allowed to explore new things, new foods, be open-minded because I was somebody that I used to bash things like veganism and stuff because I've come from such a, a, a family that is meat eaters you know so i just was like i used to find people that i didn't eat meat with i know that sounds crazy (laughs) but but i mean when you say um, meat eaters when what did we really sort of like have let's not lie you're a chef Mm -hmm. and we was around food Mm -hmm. when we had our family business and there was a lot of bloody meat and i felt like our consumption of meat Mm. is a lot Mm. Every single day. Like, mm. if you think about daily, how much food we consume, mm. what's the ratio of meat compared to things of non-meat? To far greater. Far exactly. Greater. Mm. And we was never really given our body a chance to detox from that way. It feels like mm. without it. Mm. So I was definitely appreciative when I did cut the meat out because I was like, okay, like, this is what my body feels about it. And yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, it's not been a smooth journey, mm. but I understand that what my was body... your bump? What was your bumps in the road then with... with... Um, I had some digestive issues. <laughs> <laughs> I had some digestive no, let's keep issues. It real. We're going to keep it real. Right, okay. What was your digestive issues? <laughs> okay, so I did suffer with, um, I would say, chronic constipation. That's true. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something it's not her it's joke not a, you know? it's not a joke it's not her joke it's, I mean we can banter now because no one's constipated at this right now. precise moment no. but mate I can say wholeheartedly when it comes down to constipation which I have had a few times in my lifetime um, I mean on a real scale without no no exaggeration I felt like I wanted to die. <laughs> but do you know what? That's an indication of. Ooh. It's <laughs> not traumatized. It's, it's, I'm still traumatized. It's that. What I've realized, what I've come to like understand, is that when these things show up in your body, your body is communicating, saying that something is not right. 
Right. I feel you. But you see, at the time when you are buns up, nothing's... There is no, no, you there do, is no you, brain function. You do feel delirious, but at the same time, you need to go deeper and understand what are you fueling your body with. And for me, I, I understood that my compensation of not eating meat, I was probably eating too heavy of carbohydrates. Mm. And the carbohydrates that I was eating wasn't like complex carbs, mm. it was more refined carbs. Mm. So those are things that I've come to understand. What's the difference between the two of them? So again? refined carbs... Um, I'm not a, a fitness specialist nor a nutritionist, but <clears throat> it's the things that have, um, I want to say man-made. So things that are like Processed. pastas, yeah, pastas, breads, okay. all those things okay. um, that are kind of um, high in like fructose, I believe, and yes, sugars. sugar. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Whereas compl- um, complex carbohydrates are things like sweet potato and mm. like certain beans and pulses and oh, things like that. Right, okay. So it's finding the right balance. And right. I think a lot of people that do make the switch in their diets, um, going from a meat diet to a plant-based mm. or more plant-based, is that they think, well, because I'm not eating that meat for protein, I need to, I need to plump myself up with more carbs. Right. So they go for things that... Um, are more heavier for the digestive system to break down. Gotcha. Um, which is something that I did. So it was just like, oh, I'm just going to eat more pastas and I'm right. going to do this and right. I'm going to do that. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was... A, my body was clogging up, clogging up. And obviously, like, um, not, you know, get, allowing my body to kind of, like, wash itself out and mm. to kind of, like, detox. Mm. Yeah, I was just bugging myself up. So, yeah, last year wasn't 100%. However... I know that in regards to weight loss in particular, mm-hmm. me not eating the sorts of foods I was before was helping me to keep the weight off. So, in 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 essence, what you're saying is you have a better understanding now of what your body Needs. is best consuming, yeah. what, how it works, yeah. how it adapts to different foods and how it reacts to different foods. But yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm now, um, I mean, I'm not 100% with it, but I now try to keep a food diary because um, I do my, I do have quite a sensitive body anyway. Mm. Um, so even though I don't eat meat, um, even though I don't eat meat, like, my body still, like, triggers from, like, maybe, like, dairy, mm. for example. So, mm. like... I know that I'm lactose intolerant. I've been mm. known that I'm lactose intolerant. I just choose not to listen. Mm. So when that mac and cheese needs to be made, I'll be eating the mac and cheese. Do you know what I mean? But it got to the point where I was like, Shay, you need to stop doing that because you've got to give it up. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like your body. Stop mm. doing it to your body mm. because it's not worth the bloating and the, the stomach aches after. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I now try to keep a diary of things that potentially trigger my stomach. Right. Um... So when it comes yeah. down to um, just health for you, coming into twenty twenty one now, um, how does that look? Oh, I mean, I definitely want to be way more conscious of my body. Like last year was the start of the journey, but this year is more about being more intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look into more, like explore more foods as well, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, I just want to understand my body a lot more. Like, I would like to probably even speak to, like, professionals. Like, actually maybe going and seeking, like, a dietitian or something like that. Mm. But you know what, right? You know what I noticed with your generation? Mm. With your generation, I don't know if it's the case of... Because there's more, sort of, things on offer now. But in my generation, 
There weren't no dietitian. It was one doctor. Mm. When you go to that doctor, you tell them what your problem is and you either get medication for it or they turn around and say, okay, well, there's nothing that we can do for you. I suggest that you kind of, like, stay away from this, this and this. I'm noticing with your generation, there is somebody for every ailment or every sort of issue. Like, you know, you have more depression now. You got in, but, but depression was just straight depression in my day. Now you've got depression broken down as, you know, anxiety and that can underline a lot of issues with weight, with health issues, with whatever addictions or, 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 or there's, you know, health wise, it's everything, isn't it? Yeah. And it feels like for your, you millennials, you guys have got so much more um, experts to kind of go to. Whereas in my generation, we're just like, we're looking at him just thinking, yeah, I'm not spending money on going to all these different people, you know. I'm just going to make one decision and that the decision is going to be the decision. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, know what I mean? But what I love about my generation is that we seek resources that are available to us and we are much more open-minded within your generation let's just be honest you don't didn't choose self and i know that we'll get into that in another in a, in a whole new month topic but in regards to health yes there is more um services and resources at to our disposal and it's us to it's for us to sieve out what's good for us to what's not you know back in your day you literally just had traditional medicine where now we have much more or it's more available on I'll a holistic i'll tell you a joke i'll tell you a joke when we used to go and visit our doctor, mm-hmm. our family doctor, anything that we used to turn around and tell him, you know, he would just be like, write us a prescription for it. That's pretty much what the doctoring was like. It wasn't of real kind of diagnosis. Right. It was just like, what's your problem? Okay, well, I'll give you a prescription or a sick note or whatever it is to cause your problem. So we grew up with that kind of reality that we never had no issues. Because right. the doctor's not turning around and telling us nothing. We go into him and say, I've got stomachache. He'll be like, oh, have you gone to the toilet? Uh, no. Okay, you're constipated. Take this medicine. Go about your business. But that's you know the I mean? issue, though. It's more like... And obviously, I'm not knocking um, traditional medicine at all because it definitely has a place for it. Um, but I find that that sort of um, medicine is just pacifying the symptoms and not getting to the core root of a lot of things. And particularly on this journey of trying to explore good health, um, for me, I've understood that mind and body is interconnected. Mm. So a lot of the things that we do suffer from that is showing up in our body Mm. stems from mind. Mm. You know, it could be, you know, entrance trauma. It could be, like you said, depression, anxiety, PTSD and it just everyone's you know symptoms may flare up differently from a migraine like for example um, I suffered with really really bad headaches like for quite a while last year and I just could not understand for the life of me why I kept on having them and I knew that I had them from within the family we do have quite a few migraine sufferers. Mm, 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 um, so I was just like, oh, okay, like I just know that I'm probably getting a migraine. But I was getting these horrible symptoms along with them. Like I'm talking from tremors to 
um, light sensitivity to like really struggling with like being able to walk properly um, and then found out with a referral from my cousin after doing hours of research on YouTube and self-diagnosing myself mm. at one point I found out that I had vestibular migraines <clears throat> and um, vestibular migraines it there's different ways on how you can get them um, but a lot of it is to do with like an imbalance within like your ER or something like that. So anyway, I went to see this specialist and she confirmed um, that I had vestibular migraines and she basically started to talk to me about my diet and potential like medications that I could take and stuff like that. But she fa mainly focused on my diet and she looked at <clears throat> what things I could take out of my diet and what things I could start to eat a lot more. Mm. So she put me on a um, this is while I was training as well. So she recommended that I followed more of a paleo lifestyle, which with a paleo lifestyle, it's not the same as keto because with keto it's high in fats, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas with paleo, it's more protein and complex carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. So focusing on things like pulses and um, sweet potatoes and grains mm -hmm. um, and less refined carbs. So she didn't say that I can't eat carbohydrates in terms of like pastas and stuff. She just said reverse the portion and literally like have a handful. And when I followed that, I can tell you, my migraines literally went from 100% from having them morning, day and night to like near enough them being disabling to 80% gone. Mm. And that was because not only did I um, go to the root of the problem, which is the types of foods I was eating, but also I started to understand like things that I was focusing on and what, mm. you know, what sort of things was I consuming not just food mm. but like from what I was maybe seeing on social media mm -hmm. to maybe interesting things I was telling myself right. so I was enabling myself to do a little bit more meditation mm -hmm. and to you know upping my visits to the gym and going out for walks and kind of going more to the root rather than just taking a painkiller because exactly. that's, that's what I was doing all exactly. the time taking a, a headache tablet to the point where you, I was getting headaches from, from the, from the, the painkillers. Yeah, so it was like a vicious circle, wasn't it? Yeah. You're not really dealing with the issue. And I'm so glad that you got to um, the root of that, you know, issue that you was going through with your migraines. Um, I'm a migraine sufferer myself. And um, at the worst end of my migraines, um, I literally cannot move mm. i've got to be in a dark room my head covered um yeah it, it gets bad for me i was always told that i need to avoid cheese mm. i need to avoid vitamin c um and that should uh you know eradicate them i don't, I don't get them as often <clears throat> anymore mm. um which is a good thing yeah but i can always feel when one's coming on um they put me on some preventative um med medication but i kind of you know fell off of that because who wants to be dependent on medication, medication. for the rest of their life yeah. nobody so yeah that had to go and i just somehow just overcome it i can't say that i've done anything different other than reduced down eating cheese but I still ate cheese mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um I orange juice is not a drink that I usually drink anyway and oranges I don't have a lot of mm. but I can tell you when it came down to um when the whole pandemic started mm -hmm. um and I 
got whispers because you know old wives tales and you know this your friend call you up and say you know what the, the answer is vitamin c you know i went out there and go and buy that vitamin c mm-hmm. and to be honest mm-hmm. those capsules of vitamin c have allowed me not to really have a chesty cold or um uh, any form of real cough mm-hmm. you know what i mean um i've got a little bit of a cough because i'm a bit of a smoker but that's another bridge <laughs> that's another bridge that we'll cross yeah. another day okay yeah right. did i mention i got five kids okay <laughs> so um but yeah from so what we're saying in essence i'm coming from the perspective that my generation i'm not and i'm not trying to speak for all of mm-hmm. my generation in you know females in their 40s um but we've got more of a sort of um, all right, we'll just deal with it. If we have to go to the doctor, we'll yeah. go to the doctor. But outside of that, we're not going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though Google is there, I think we just go back to what our parents kind of gave to us when we had a cold or if we had um, any form of stomach ache or anything like that. There was always something as a home remedy yeah. in order to kind of get around that. Um, so that doesn't... That doesn't mean from my perspective that I'm trying to um, downplay your methods of getting to your healing, to mm-hmm. get into your point of overcoming your issue. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying from a generational point of view, you know, majority of my generation was just like, we'll go with the, the old school. And why, uh, just like before we get on to like the last point, why do you think that is? Because for me, my method is, listen, if I feel anything that is out of the ordinary, I'm going to explore it. Because I don't want to be that minority that, you know, and this might be a stem of my anxiety, but I don't want to be that person that ignored, ignored, ignored. And before you know it, I've got something that's incurable. Mm. So why is it that, because, you know, I've even recently I've seen quite a few people post and say, you know, only if my dad had gone to the doctor, mm. you know, a little bit earlier, mm. maybe his stage four cancer could have been more mm. detected. So why is it it's that true. your generation is so dismissive or not even dismissive, but just not, open to going to seek help earlier it's what we've it's what we've just grown accustomed to mm. we never saw our our mums and uh, and dads going to the doctor regularly you know my dad was from the old school of literally he would set out the vitamins right for all his kids and even though i was the last of the five that they've got um I still got that kind of treatment, which was in the morning, uh, my, my Halle Barange. Um, uh, What's that? The, di- the, 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 the vitamin, one. yeah. The one that goes in water? Or the chewable? I think it was the chewable ones at yeah. them times there. Um, the Halle Barange, Sinatogen, um, multivitamins, and something else that he used to give, right? We had that. We were never ill. Mm. We were just were never ill. I don't recall a time... Other than when I was, you know... <laughs> okay, that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, I never recall a time that we had to go to the hospital. We were never sick. Mm. So we're not looking any further than... That worked. Right. So why investigate any further? Right. Why dig any further? Do you know what I mean? My issue when I was a younger child is that I got constipated quite 
a lot. Or well, I wouldn't say like a lot as in every week, but you know, and for that, my mum used to give me senna. She used to give us washout. Mm. Now, for all those who know when your parents come and give you the washout, when they're calling you for it, you're gone. Mm, you're yeah, gone because it's nice. the nastiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But trust me, it worked. And that was just literally roots. Mm-hmm. You know, it's natural. Yeah. So my mum just used to boil up the roots, them in the pot, and she used to call me to come and drink it. And I used to be barling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drink that nastiness. But I had to. Yeah. But it gave me a internal structure that was literally unbustable. Mm-hmm. You know, literally, I didn't suffer from any form of ailment. But we still take that, to a certain degree, we still very much take that. And there is definitely a massive part, particularly in the black community now as well, as, as us young millennials, we are still taking that from what we've learned from our parents and our grandparents, you know, and there is a massive... I don't, it's not a trend, but there is still that very much so going on in terms sure, of I taking just, the roots I don't and know. I'm thinking, the bitters and all of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have the answer. All I can tell you is that pretty much we didn't go to the, to the doctors mm-hmm. and, the, and the hospital because of old school method. That's, that's all I can give you at this stage. Mm. I feel like over time, um, the governments and food companies have changed the foods. Mm. And whatever they've been putting as in additives in order to make it preservable um, uh, and all of that is what's resulted in so many people um, having different ailments. Yeah. That's the only way I can kind of look at it. Because in my generation, we hardly suffered from anything. From my, from my household to my friend's household. We weren't suffering no mad thing. Mm. No one ever had no anxiety or this and that. And, and I'm not saying that... Well, are you sure that they didn't have it or are you sure it just wasn't communicated? It wasn't disclosed. It wasn't, communi- wasn't communicated. Mental health is so much more spoken about now than it was sure, in your, in your Sure, day. but like, I don't... I can't... I cannot turn around and say that there was anybody that really stood up. When we understand mental health, we just think, okay, if you, you're mad, you've had a breakdown, you go to Maudsley. Mm. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not a case of you go to the doctor, they help you, coach you, and mm. get you back right. There wasn't that. It was just, you turn mad, you're going to Maudsley. That's it. And that was just like... <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that was just the truth. You're not laughing at the situation. No, I'm not laughing at uh, nobody's mental health or nothing. Not like that. I'm just saying that, that is pretty much our, our, that was our mindset. Yeah, I mean. Well, I'm glad there has been a shift in that sort of mindset because mm. I feel like there is a lot more support and resources out there for those that Most who definitely. do, you know, because I'm somebody that I would say I have suffered mental health, mm. not to the point of full on breakdown, but mm. I definitely feel like everyone has an aspect of mental health. Sure. I just feel like it does. It depends on what end of the spectrum you are. Sure. Um, but obviously mental health is something we definitely can look at. Uh, another time um but just to wrap up before we close because before we know it's like nearly the end of the episode um what has been your major shift in wanting to have good health now like what do you think is like because you've tried it before what's going to be the difference you make that you're going to be able to sustain going forward 
What's okay. your why? My children, mm-hmm. I need to be here for you guys. Um, and I've got so much life to um, to live. Mm-hmm. So for me, my health choices are that I want to travel and stuff like that. If I'm too big, mm-hmm. if I don't have good health, I can't get into certain countries. And that for me is, I'm not working for nothing. Mm. I want to be working for something, towards something. I want enjoyment in my life. I want good health. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my why. What about you? My whys on sustaining good health going forward is happiness. Mm-hmm. I feel like being in good health is a great connection to finding in- intrinsic and external happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that when I was going through all the ailments I was going through, I was not happy at all. I was mm-hmm. miserable as F. Yeah, I've got a lot of life to live. There's so much things I want to accomplish. Right, exactly. Um, and stuff that we want to do, do together, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we talk about travelling. All and, the time. You know, just taking on the bloody world. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that if you're not in good health exactly. and good spirits. So, yeah, for me, it's just I deserve to be healthy. And I'm, I'm not being funny. I can't even under, uh, lie. But I don't want to be paying no two, two um, prices for two seats <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> You understand me? No one ain't got time for that. That's my spending money. So I need to be able to sit in that one seat. We're coming to the close of our first episode already, which is crazy. Um, We have so much to talk about, but um, expect more things about health this coming month. But just before we close, Mum, what would you say has been the find in this episode that you take away regarding good health? Okay, so my find in this episode just in the conversations and what we've divulged so far is that I find that good health is a perception. Mm-hmm. You know, people got to look at it from their perspective and your perspective. And for me, my perspective on, on, on good health is finding the best method that works for me mm that's going to be sustainable. Mm. So I think my find is sustainability. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I, I would say that my find, a bit similar, is that good health comes from you, ultimately. You have to want to do it. Um, you can invest in having the best coaches, the best nutritionists, you know, paying for all these expensive programs, looking at all these mm-hmm. YouTube videos, all these, mm-hmm. all these sort of, but you have to want to do it. Um, There's just nothing outside of, of, mm. of your own willpower. That's it. Yeah. So for me, the find is that understand why you're doing it. Mm. Understand your why, rehearse it take it in mm. and start the journey realistically mm. because I feel like that's helped me I, when I broke down my why of why I wanted to embark on this journey in the first place it helped my endurance when mm. I found that I was coming to a point of like I can't do this anymore mm. or this is really Shuffle. difficult or yeah. I dug deep and I was able to connect to why I was doing this so yeah I feel like you know the stem of good health comes from you ultimately mm-hmm. you want to you need to be invested and you want to be able to do it and that's where you're going to see the change. Yeah, facts. I can, I, I can rock with that. I can rock with that most definitely. Um, my sort of last point would be that if you stumble, it's it's not a big deal. No. If you, 
if you pick yourself up the next day Definitely. and you know start again mm-hmm. the more you stumble and you ignore it and you're like oh i'll put it off i'll put it off put it off it's only going to put you further back mm-hmm. so don't watch the stumble no you know watch what your, your mindset's going to be for the next day to do better you know that's all i can really say mm-hmm. in regards to that because i'm not an expert you see i'm just like you know i want to just end by saying trust the process and enjoy the journey um don't continuously have the end goal in mind but celebrate the small wins because sure. that is well, i love that through. i love celebrate the small wins yeah i'm just like mm, what can i celebrate with today now? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. then i look at my calorie intake and i'm just like dang it i can't celebrate with nothing <laughs> But anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Yeah, guys. Really enjoyed it. Um, And yeah, check us back for our next episode where we'll be exploring something interesting about health. Yes. Take care. Bye. Bye.